I seem like a pretty with it dude. <laughs> I took a bath this morning. Sometimes we fail. It's scrumdiddly options. <laughs> Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that believes Titanic can unite us. I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Tom Schneider. We are properly married. Good luck to us all. And may God protect us. Uh, not where we're going. <laughs> no. We're heading for an iceberg. Oh, my God. Called Titanic Blood and Steel. Cousins, listen. <laughs> we want to say, first of all, thank you for uh, taking this voyage with us. <laughs> uh, we'd like to, secondly, apologize. Absolutely. To everyone who watched <laughs> Titanic Blood and Steel. Because you can't get those 12 hours back. That was half of a day. Yeah. That's a long time. That's four hours of overtime. I mean, they only wrote eight hours of story. Oh like, my good lord. Oh god. So ridiculous. Oh man. And if you uh, were one of the people who never started watching it and have just been listening to these recaps, you're welcome. <laughs> right. Well done. You should potentially run for office. <laughs> It, uh, okay, I want to skip to the end. Right. And then go back to the beginning. Much like the structure of Titanic <gasps> Blood and Steel itself. I know, which is not a terrible structure. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah, but, you know. You know, we had no idea <laughs> back in those innocent days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. They all get on Titanic? All of them. Everybody. All of them. Just... Almost to a... Okay, so who who didn't get on Titanic? This would be some okay. Yeah, drunk dad, drunk dad, uh, Mama McCann, mm-hmm. Pietro, yeah, Emily. Which man? Yeah. they really lost out. <laughs> like of all of them, oh, the the only thing that would be worse is if Connor was not in fact dead <laughs> yeah. and was like, "Hey, I'm back." <laughs> uh, yeah, no, man. If Anna Gunn had been on Titanic, she could have saved everybody just by like glaring the iceberg away. I know. <laughs> But she couldn't. Yeah. Uh, Sad Andrea went on Titanic, right? I think so. He said he was going to Yeah, he said he was going to America. I think we were meant to assume. Right. Yeah. I think we're meant to assume. What if he invented deep dish pizza? (laughs) Could be. (laughs) Uh, Sad Andrea went. uh, Simple Jack. Simple Jack. Simple Jack (laughs) gets to come on Titanic. Oh, man. Boy, remember when he couldn't even hold a rivet or whatever the hell it was that he did on that crew? <laughs> Simple Jack's on Titanic. He was just there for morale. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we're not as stupid as that one. <laughs> Dance for us, Simple Jack. Kelp <laughs> blazing hot rivets at his shoes. I don't know why a Londoner suddenly was there. Uh, sectarian tensions. <laughs> I come all the way from London to see your dancing simpleton. <laughs> I will not be denied. <laughs> right, you are. Best one in the Empire. <laughs> Simple Jack. I think I'll miss you most of all. By which I mean I hate everything. <laughs> right. uh, Sophia, yeah, so Sophia Violetta. Oh my god. Sophia Violetta and Michael McCann, our favorite ginger, came back uh, yes. to go to a watery grave. Right. We presume. All right. 
Okay. So now let's yeah. now so let's go flashback. Let's I think. flashback. So yeah. we watched. Oh, and and before we do, I do just want to say that we do have a new country to report this week. Oh, which is Uzbekistan. Ooh, I'll Uzbekistan. All right. So to them, I say Kush Kelipsis. and I hope that that means welcome. And I wasn't tricked by some website. Fifty-fifty eh. <laughs> chance. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, back in Belfast. Uh, where we left off, uh, we see Mir being dick, a dick to his dad. I know that's the first thing that happened. I don't remember much. Yeah, about these notes may not be. Look, we don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah, we didn't. We're gonna. We're, we're gonna not gonna say, recap in detail. We're gonna say the funny things <laughs> from the last four episodes that we want to say, and then we are burning our house to the ground. Yeah, and never think about <laughs> Titanic, blood and steel again. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the whole thing is basically about Muir dithering about what he's going to do. And I, I mean, like, no, the whole- he's addicted to his dad because doesn't his dad bring that priest in? And he was like, hey, priest, you know about. I don't think things. I don't even think we get to the we're I think there's a whole nother pointless journey before the priest. <laughs> um, but in the last episode, didn't dad just say he was not going to interfere anymore? Should have stuck with that. Just like he said he wasn't going to drink. <laughs> yeah, and by not going to interfere anymore, I mean, I'm leaving you forever. Please don't follow me. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Too but uh, so, so Muir's like trying to – like he, well, because Muir has lost his faith in steel because <sighs> of, you know, nonsense. And Andrews tries to get him to stay. You know, and Andrews is saying that how, you know... They just love each other so much. They do. I don't do. know why he can't just say what he feels. <laughs> right. No, there's more sexual tension. Between them than anybody else on this show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, so... Far more than between Liam and the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the saucy horse. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't believe poor Liam got fired. I know. <laughs> like, who is going to be her? He got fired, and then what happened after he ruined Kitty's marriage? Like, did he then get money or a job? I don't think so. Or did he just enjoy ruining the lives of the land and nobility? I mean, I think he should. You know, somebody ought to. Somebody else needs a good, you know, intercourse appreciator on staff. <laughs> just stand by and be like, yeah. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> Says I. Yeah. Liam. <laughs> right. Uh, but in any case, Andrews is trying to tell him that it's like this whole united effort, you know, and them and the the workers and everybody else are all joined together on this trip. Oh yeah, because they were down in the yard. Yeah, and Mira was like, "Ugh, how come they don't love steel?" Right. And Andrews was like, "What do you? Ma- There's only two people who love steel. You and me." <laughs> right. So he's trying to tell him about how great everybody that works on the ship is, and he says, "My worst nightmare would be letting them down." My second worst nightmare would be if the ship sank and I was on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, come on, what are the odds? Uh, right. Seems very unlikely. Lord Peary's going to be on it, not I, me. I heard it was unsinkable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I built it. <laughs> I seem like a pretty with it dude. <laughs> Remember how his wife was pregnant? And then that never got brought up again? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. what happened? Uh, you know, I assume it all worked out. She gave birth to a steel baby. <laughs> Two steel babies running around in Belfast. Yeah. 
That's what led to the troubles. <laughs> there can only be one king steel. <laughs> or queen. One steel monarch. Right. Yeah. The steel throne. One steel to rule them all. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Liam, Kitty is kind of lounging around, um, not apologizing <laughs> to Ashley. Uh, <laughs> and her mom comes in. Oh, my God. And this was amazing. Like, we... This, again, this is this is part of the show, the really good show, oh, right. that is buried and, you know, has had its grave spat on <laughs> yeah. by the other 25% of this series. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and so she's just like, uh, why don't you just marry him and then sleep around? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, in essentially those words, and and Kitty's like... So, have you ever dot, dot, dot? And she's just like, she just changes the subject. No, she doesn't change the subject. She answers her question. She says something like, remember, discretion is everything. Right. Implying that, A, yes, duh, of course. Have you seen, you know, old man River that she's married (laughs) to? Uh, And secondly, her point is that Kitty just needs to learn discretion. Mm-hmm. And she also is like, oh, hey, by the way, you're going to have the purse strings. So, like, what are you even complaining about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kitty has some things to think about. <laughs> right. But, yeah, they're they're dealing with this much more frankly than they dealt with Mary and mm-hmm. the Turkish gentleman Absolutely. on Downton Abbey, which, again, refreshing. I don't know if that's the Serbian influence or oh, what that right. is. But Pl- yeah, plus, I mean, we actually got to see what happened that caused the scandal in the first place. True. And, like, you know... As opposed to the the cloud of mystery that still hovers over the Turkish incident, <laughs> I mean, you know, like what, yeah, what 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 did happen? What was was she? You know? I can't believe we're still talking about this. Yeah, well, you know, we're the ones that started this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 I know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. This late date, like, who cares what happened between Mary and the Turkish gentleman? Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to come up anymore. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> they've got enough problems <laughs> that they need to fix. Or it just, like, veers off into this whole crazy alternate universe and, like, Turkey invades England. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> there's a Daleks. <gasps> um, there's also a nice, uh, actually, scene between Pietro and Sophia where uh, Pietro goes to a church that he had done the, like, altarpiece for or whatever you call that part of the church. And he shows her that he, it was one of his first jobs, and he put his and his wife's initials into the, uh, into the piece, mm-hmm. you know, without telling anyone. And uh, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Was like, uh, yeah, where'd he go, Pietro? Yeah. <laughs> way to, way to uh, you know, flout uh, authority or whatever. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, Nev Campbell says New York is wonderful. She's telling so because like oh, Sophia's yeah, Sophia. like, hey, what's New York like? Yeah. Nev Campbell's like, it's great, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Nev Campbell. <laughs> right. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she's like, yeah, uh, New York's great. Uh, is it at this point that she's telling her she'll get her a meeting with an editor? It might be. She tells her at some point. I mean, who cares? It's at some point in these five episodes. But I don't think Sophia has been unable to go to college yet. Okay. Um, So that'll also Uh, happen. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) Um, 
Mira gets pissy with Nev Campbell about the unsinkable thing. He's like, I never said that. And you did say unsinkable. Do you not understand the how word public came out of your mouth? Works? Yeah. Also, okay, I think we missed a couple of things okay. here. Uh, cause the creepy lawyer came back. Right. Mark Muir hired him yeah. to represent Emily, aka Anna Gunn. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden calling her by her Christian name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, cause Anna Gunn is still in prison. Uh, right. for having attacked a police officer. Mm-hmm. And so creepy lawyer comes in and is like, hello, uh, your friends, you know, sugar daddy sent me, <laughs> uh, by the way, do you know if there's a steel princess floating around anywhere? <laughs> he asked me to ask you, <laughs> right. uh, and, uh, Sophia asks her when she goes to visit, how are they treating you? And she's like, how do you think everybody hates Skylar? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so anna gunn still in prison yeah uh bad and then michael mccann does something oh i know what it is he's like campaigning because they're still doing right. the election yeah the election is about to happen uh but man that actor yeah is so good and just so deserves <sighs> i was gonna say a better role but his role i think he gets the most to do yeah. of almost anybody you know, it's a solid gets, role for sure. He gets to be the labor leader, you know, he gets to have a bit of a sort of weird, you know, thwarted romance yeah. situation yeah. happening. Uh, yeah, but that actor is so good. Yeah. So like, hey, everyone, yeah. hire this man. Yeah, check that guy out. Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's great. We love him. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, Kitty comes to Mira because she is being given the choice of apologizing to Ashley or being disowned. Mm-hmm. And she has chosen disowned. Which is fascinating. Yeah, it really is. I was not expecting it to go that way at all. Yeah, yeah. So she's going to London. Yeah. And... and yeah, I mean, and she comes to Mira to, like, tell him and then... And then she's like, uh, you want to come? Because I'm kind of scared. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course she doesn't cop to it. Right. No, but uh, she's she's going to London to live by her wits. Yeah, and uh, I certainly didn't see that coming. Again, great show. Yeah, if it had lasted for about eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, because she said, like she says, she's sick of everybody that in her life. Or in Belfast is so dull. Mm-hmm. And Mira's like, uh, I'm also very dull. I don't know <laughs> how you haven't noticed. I'm the most boring person. <laughs> I'm a metallurgist. <laughs> That is not exciting. <laughs> um, I don't even get a rise out of Simple Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, Simple Jack. I've heard of him. <laughs> Papa rented him for a party. <laughs> Quite troll. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Chris Noth is in town, I believe. Um I just know that he mentions he he casually name drops that he's spoken to the president about something, <laughs> and he says he's like ah yeah I'll talk to the president about it he owes me one I gave him the name of a mustache guy. Muir <laughs> <laughs> uh, meets up with Sophia in a tea house, and I hated her hair. Right? No, it was all like he has a really detrimental effect on her hair. Yeah. No, like, it was every crazy. time they're was... together, I'm like Sophia. Get your shit together. <laughs> Why do you look like a hobo? She did. It was like she hadn't even... It was... It was terrible. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a scene with Mama McCann. And I say, oh, Mama McCann, 
I love you so much. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. It may have been with Pietro. I think it must have been because I think he's still bummed out about Violetta. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, wouldn't you be? Like, that- not because she's pregnant out of wedlock. Because she's pregnant with Connor McCann's child. Yeah, that's a bummer. Like, oh, and I think is no, this is not the scene because that was a previous episode where she's like, "I know he loves your wee girl," and I'm like, <laughs> right. how do you know that? Yeah, no, I the, yeah, I don't think, think it's true. Yeah, he doesn't care. Um, also, I want to give another shout out to the overly descriptive captions. Really, <laughs> yeah, if you must watch this show. <laughs> Do so for the captions. Yeah, for sure. Because, man, they put a lot of work into that. <laughs> so the election actually happens in this episode uh, because we see the the, announce, the results get announced, mm-hmm. which is, you know, sort of pageantry-laden thing. But mm-hmm. the, uh, the, I don't know, Lord Mayor, whoever it is that announces the votes. Captain uh, Steele. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, he announces the vote totals of... Uh, uh, the Liberal Party, which is very small, mm-hmm. and then the Labor Party, which is Michael McCann, which seems much bigger. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and the winner is uh, that evil conservative guy. And, and never says the total. They never announced the total votes. Yeah. And I'm like, recount? Yeah, like, way to democracy, Belfast. Ah, they're the worst. Yeah. Also the worst, uh, Mr. Hatton the Elder, mm-hmm. who is the winner. Yeah. Uh, Michael McCann shakes the hand of the liberal candidate, mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Hatton is shaking the hand of the liberal candidate. Also, totally doesn't shake Michael McCann's hand yes. at all. Yeah. Michael McCann reaches out and just. Uh, and he looks spiffy. Yeah. He looks good. He's there. He's clean. Like, come on, man. He ran a pretty solid campaign. Yeah. And you just won. Like, be a gracious winner. Uh, listen, I don't know what you've heard about Protestants in Belfast <laughs> in 1912, but they are not gracious winners. <laughs> yeah, that appears to be true. Learning. <laughs> I'm learning all this. I wrote, this series is great in that it's as boring as real life. <laughs> Like, is this what the newsroom is like? <laughs> or the killing? I just, I don't understand. I, yeah. Like, who, who's sitting in the editing bay during this thing? I and it's, it's like, yeah, let's definitely keep all of these scenes <laughs> where people are walking and talking about things that have no bearing on the plot. Right. And, and any, any discussion that two people have, let's make sure they have that same discussion in three separate scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, just to make sure. I mean, we paid for these locations, didn't we? <laughs> right. I guess it seems like it must be most similar to The Killing, at least in terms of its visual aesthetic. Yeah, there's not enough rain, though. Mm, yeah. There isn't enough rain, quite frankly. Oh, yeah, it is Ireland. Yeah. Well, they shot a lot of it in Serbia. Well, that's I don't know true. what the weather's like. How's, how's the weather in, in Serbia? Yeah. How are things in Glockamora? Exactly. Let me know. <laughs> Do you live in Glockamora? <laughs> What's the weather like there? <laughs> we want to hear your story. Also Serbia. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I wrote down, I will say he shouldn't have been alone, which don't know what that means. Oh, Michael McCann was like, oh, hey, oh, mom. Right. And I was alerted to this vaguely by the Dowager cousin Jackie. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, who was like, uh, yeah, anytime somebody's like, I just need to be alone for a minute, like nothing <laughs> good is going to happen. Right. Nothing good happens when people are alone. Yeah. He was like, well, after this hard-fought and filled with threats of physical violence campaign, I'm just going to go wander alone through dark alleys for no, a while. No, well, he does say he's got to go thank the, the the team at HQ. Right. 
And I'm like, oh, like there's actual people that worked on your campaign. <laughs> Y'all need to invent change.org right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, make it of steel. Anyway, so he's <laughs> just walking, and it's it's that nice Protestant, yeah. from the shipyard, yeah, not Neil, ni- yeah, Neil? Not, no, yeah, he's not nice. No, he, yeah, he's he's the one that originally said outside of this yard, I don't know you, and we know this because he repeats that before beating Michael McCann within an inch of his life, yeah. Uh, so they beat him almost to death, mm-hmm. uh, which is very upsetting to me because I really like Michael McCann. Yeah. And I do not want him to die. It was upsetting. And uh, I, this was kind of a nice, like, showing, listen, these people really hated each other and committed awful acts of physical violence. Against people who they otherwise would not have a problem with. Yeah. Like, it, it did sort of... Uh, you know, bring that home a little bit. I wish they had beaten him up and been like, home rule is wrong rule! <laughs> They were saying it with their fists. <laughs> and they'll know we are Protestants by our fists. By our fists. And they'll know we are Protestants by our fists. Yes. Their fists clearly don't believe in transubstantiation. <laughs> no. they like, watch us punch through this bread. <laughs> That's not Jesus. <laughs> Pow. That's the thing that is so crazy about I mean, I know, you know, from a political standpoint, the the Protestant Catholic problem is, you know, okay, there's the Pope in Rome. Right. He may tell you to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh which honestly, people always worry about that. And popes <laughs> really have not done that in centuries. Yeah, they uh look Remember, remember the 6th of November, Kelly. What happened on the 6th of November? Catholic terrorists tried to blow up Parliament. That was the 5th of November. Was it this? You don't remember when Guy Fawkes Day is? No, I don't remember when Guy Fawkes Day is. (laughs) I never, you know, that's not important to me. It's like the works of Natalie Portman mean nothing to you. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, no, but I mean, the, the fundamental difference between Catholics and Protestants is a difference of opinion about transubstantiation. Yeah. It's like, can't we all just get along and drink some wine? <laughs> you would think. I mean, you know, it's it's all just a substitute for something else. Like, you know, in Ireland's case, it's Protestants are the Scottish people that came over 400 years ago, mm-hmm. and the Catholics are the people who were invaded by the Scottish, and they have kept themselves separate ever since. Yeah. So don't go invading countries, is my advice to don't everyone. Don't invade no countries. <laughs> Just stick to the place that you were born and will be okay. That is, uh, that's good. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, auditioning, we, uh, I'm auditioning for uh, the role of Left Eye. <laughs> we should, well, we should just get a whole bunch of celebrities together to sing that song. And, uh, <laughs> then, then people will stop invading countries. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lord Peary's bummed that his party got its butt kicked. Yeah, he's like overly sad. Yeah. It reminds me actually, because like when elections didn't go the way that my parents wanted when I was a kid. Uh huh. Like I remember like one day, like my aunt came over and they were all like, you know, bummed out and mm. they like talked about it for hours. And I've never understood that as <laughs> yeah. an adult. I'm like, hey, guess what? We live in a democracy. Sometimes. It doesn't go your way. Yeah. Like, you know, vote next time. Hope for the best. Yeah. Well, that's like, you know, like uh, the second time that George W. Bush got elected. Mm-hmm. Like all of my friends in college were all bummed out. And I was like, seriously? Like, I understand. Right. But like, what? 
is you moping around going to change it? Yeah, well, especially these days when you pretty much know before any election who's going to win yeah. I mean, with polling and everything. Like, yeah. Come on. But yeah, Lord Peary tells the uh, – I think maybe he's telling the board or he tells Andrews or somebody that I believe Titanic can unite us. It's like, why? Why do you believe that? Uh, because it's the central metaphor <laughs> in this shoddily constructed miniseries. Yeah. Like, no, it can't. It's not even a good metaphor. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. This is all just business as usual for you assholes. Yeah. Yeah, because, so, okay, so Sophia is still uh, dithering about, or she just got accepted to the college, I think. Yeah, she got a letter from yeah. Lady Peary. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so she uh, tells Mirror, and Mirror is predictably, like, a dick about it. He is such a jerk. Yeah. Like, I don't understand... That's the thing, like, his whole, like, looking for his daughter plotline. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that plotline with a character who has no goodwill coming to him from the audience? Yeah. Like, he's a jerk to everyone. No, he is. And that's, I mean, that's the fun, you know, the fundamental problem with the show, by far, is Muir. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, well, I, I said at some point here that he's like the anti-Poochie. <laughs> all the scenes without him are fine. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever he's on screen, everybody should be saying, why is Mark Muir on screen? Mm-hmm. Get him out of here. You know his name is Marcus Malone, right? <laughs> and he's boring. Oh, and God. blue. Yeah, boring and blue. <laughs> yeah so he uh says that he he doesn't think he can go to london because it depends on his daughter and she's like i thought you were done with that and he's like turns out i'm not yeah like that was that was me lying to she you should have broken yet again up with him at this point yeah. like it takes her several more episodes to actually be like listen bitch i'm going away from you and mm-hmm. I don't like you anymore. Yeah. Except she never says she doesn't like him anymore. Well, but... Again, yeah. they do and they do this whole romantic plot with them, and mm-hmm. I am never convinced at any point that he has any real interest in her. Yeah, absolutely. Even when he introduces her to his dad. Uh, yeah. Like, like, at the beginning, they sort of seem to, like... No, they seem to have something in common. Yeah. Well, and that was before his character really went off the deep end. Right, like, right. Like, his character was still moderately interesting... When he had a dual identity that he was trying to keep secret. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as we find out about Siobhan, we're like, why? Yeah. And it just keeps still being part of the plot for yeah. the next, you know, eight hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I think that covers my notes for episode one of the five we're doing here. Yeah, there's more that happened, dude. Yeah. I'm- there's a, uh, let's see. Nev Campbell swanning around. Right. She reminds me. I just saw this profile of the woman who writes the website Astrology, the Astrology Zone. Okay. Her name's Susan Miller, and she's like the most popular astrologer sure. in the country. Yeah. But she's just yeah, she's out there, man. All right. In the ether. From the mouth of Simple Jack, I don't know. He said something wise. <laughs> right. So Connor comes back. Uh, yes and that's the thing that's what it is is that connor comes back Mm -hmm. and he sees violetta and he sees jack and he's like hey simple jack here's some money go get a beer (laughs) because when you're you know uh, a fiend criminal right you should definitely come back to where you're from yeah where everybody knows your name so to speak right and just start passing out money (laughs) yeah uh because the uh 
the sort of you know the the goons, the right. hired goons, <laughs> yeah, for uh, the Hatton, you know, regime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are on the lookout for any of the McCanns. Basically, they have a they have a scorched earth McCann policy, <laughs> right? So, uh, Simple Jack goes back to the yard, and you know, well, they ran on a strictly anti McCann platform. They did. <laughs> no McCanns allowed. Uh, somebody's talking about oh, because Michael McCann has not showed up for work, and they're like. Blah, blah blah, Michael McCann, and then Simple Jack's like, I just saw his brother Connor McCann. Yeah, bought me a beer. Solid dude. Yeah, spread the word. He's back. Uh, but he, when he's talking to Violetta, he's like, Oh, is that my little son in there? Yeah, and I'm like, You know, she can't make it a boy, right? Right. That's well, your jam. But he's as he's it's done as far as he's concerned. He's like, No, nope, I know it. I'm completely certain. And I'm like, God, I hope it's a daughter. I was, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Ugh, I hate I hate that. I hate Yeah. Even like I know that it's culturally appropriate, uh-huh. but I hate that sentiment. Yes. Of oh, like that's my son. Like yeah. go fuck yourself. Right. Yeah, go have your own son. <laughs> like right. alienation. Okay? <laughs> God. I hate you, Connor McCann. Yeah. He's uh he's not nice. Um, let's see. Uh Tom. I think we forgot about Florian von Altenberg. Or no. maybe I'm into a different episode now. Yeah, you're into now. a different episode. I usually differentiate with a squiggly line, but I guess I did not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so episode two, uh, we've got <laughs> Drunk Dad, Unlikely Voice of Reason. Um, and <laughs> yeah, like, by this point, is completely turned, and Dad is always just like, give it up with the daughter, for God's sake. Like, make a normal decision and move on with your life and be happy. And Mir's always like... No. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. And Drunk Dad's like, I liked you better when you were unemployed and drinking with me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he... Mark, sometimes I wish you'd never been born into this stupid steel family. <laughs> uh, but, but Mark uh, makes contact with a very shady-looking character. Oh, who's like, yeah. Mr. Dolan, I understand you're an excellent child kidnapper. <laughs> He um, looks like one too. He does, yeah. But he is in fact a uh, a private investigator, as well as a part time extra in Neil Gaiman novels. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Even town of the name Mister Dolan. Come on. <laughs> yeah, um, but he's. I actually, I I enjoyed his professionalism. Oh yeah, like if I needed a shady underworld dude, I would hope for someone as as you know on the level as this guy yeah well because it's like listen i can this is an adoption case i get these all the time and i almost never find the kid yeah he's like, like i will gladly take your money right he's like that is not what i'm telling you yeah uh but yeah you're not gonna find your kid <laughs> right <laughs> give it up buddy yeah sadly he does not no he's like listen everyone in belfast is like would you just stop <laughs> Uh, there are going to be film cameras at something. Everybody was very excited. Oh, great. Yeah, I just wrote, film cameras? Uh. <laughs> yeah, and they have some other issue with the design of the ship or something. And uh, I'm so tired of this. And Lord Peary says, we need to find a compromise. And it's like, that. this show's answer to every question is, find a compromise. It's like, no, sometimes one side is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not always the answer. Yeah. So Sophia's going to London, and she's like, uh, you know, are you coming with me or not? And Mir's like, no. Uh, but no, we can't break up. Like, I don't, I'm not saying we should stop being together. 
and it's just this whole thing is classic. <sighs> I just want to make sure that you're the bad guy when we yeah. inevitably break up. Yeah, like just so jerky. He's such a jerk. Yes, I hate that guy. Yes. Now is the time <gasps> for Florian von Altenberg. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> this scene is from. Yeah. Not even the good eight episode show that this could have been. Right. This is a whole other series that's about the extremely long diplomatic buildup to World War One. Yes. Which is literally all we care about. Yeah. Oh my God. So, okay. So, first of all. So, yeah. It's Nev Campbell, like, at some restaurant or something and just, like, gets up and says, Florian von Altenberg. No, he sees her first. Oh, okay. Well, because he's clearly a pl- like. Well, know, right, right, right. This has all been plotted out. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You know, it's supposed to look like a, a chance right, encounter. Right, right. Yeah. But he's like, oh, Joanna Yeager, and she clearly did not remember him at first. And then she's like, ah, yes. Yeah. You with the ridiculous name. <laughs> yes. So they sit down and they're just shooting the shit, and he's like, uh, BT Dubs, your brother mm-hmm. in big trouble. Yeah. Uh, for. Selling state secrets to a newspaper? I don't know what it is. Right. Yeah, selling state secrets. He's like, listen, this is clearly a made-up story. Right. But you need to get us the uh, armament plans from the Harlan and Wolf shipyard Mm -hmm. in case there's a war. Yeah. We're thinking about starting one. (laughs) Yeah. We're pretty sure there will be, and uh, and uh, otherwise we uh, we might kill your brother, and maybe you. We yeah. don't know when. Yeah, she's like, I'm not even German anymore. I'm an American, and you almost believe Nep Campbell, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like then then why is her accent so unconvincing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I from know. Canada. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and I love it too because he calls her Johanna. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he's pronouncing her name uh, with the German pronunciation. Yeah, but I mean, this scene is incredible, and these Germans think these Germans think <laughs> Belfast is fucked up. Yeah, these Germans. Yeah, these you know proponents of the master race. <laughs> right. Like they're like, man, these people have some problems. Yeah, and. It's just a phenomenal. It's really well written. Mm-hmm. It's acted. You know, Florian turns in a good performance. Nev Campbell just does. Nev yeah, Campbell just does her thing. Yeah, no, I, as I, I didn't realize how much I wanted to see like Spycraft on this I show so until did. it happened. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. So much more interesting than everything that happened. Yeah. On this it, show, it was it was really great. Yeah, yeah. We were so excited. We were. Of course, then I cut back to Mark Mirror. Who, uh, you know, was having one of his emo moments. He's just like, I just find it harder to believe in it all, he said. Yeah. Meaning like... Steel? Steel, apparently. Like, this is his stoned college student phase. Like, I just what's wrote... the point, man? Like, it's all just biz... Like, it's all just money. Like, why can't it just be about steel, man? <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote, blinded by the boat ship. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I even misspelled blinded. <laughs> I, I can't help you. Well, these uh this is this is the sausage, folks. This is how the <laughs> podcast gets made. I write down non sequiturs. Right. And then hope to fit them in somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we fail. Then <laughs> <laughs> Sad Andreak showed back up and we both I don't know before this. I said, are you sure Connor's not an elf? <laughs> and I think it's because he was walking with Violetta, uh-huh. and he like gave her money. 
but he also is very short. I don't know. Yeah, no, but no, no, no. He's walking with Violetta, and he's like, I need you to do something for me. And she's like, I would do anything for you, Connor. And then he asks her to, like, spy uh, or tell him basically, like, the blueprint and the layout of the electrics factory that she used to work in before right, she became right. a fallen woman. <laughs> right. And I'm like, these people need to learn the meaning of anything. Like, when you're like, I would do anything for you, that is up to and including, like, murder. Right. right? You like, better think that through before you say it. And also who you're saying it to. Anyway. Like, uh, is, is he a shady terrorist? Maybe don't say that to him. Yeah, because she's trying to find out where he's getting his money from. And right. he is like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. And she's fine with this. Yeah. No, you're right. Because he does look like an elf. And it's like, is that money going to turn into beans tomorrow? <laughs> like, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Let's get back to Sad Andrea. Yeah, because we were both so excited for him to show back up. He was, was gone bizarre. for so long. I know. We shouted out loud like it was fucking Batman. <laughs> we were so happy. <laughs> because every time we see Batman. <laughs> Come on. If Batman had suddenly showed up in Belfast, <laughs> we would have been just as excited. And whatever Belfast needs me to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yes we also noted man, for the, some you know what i wish derek jake b would play alfred one time <laughs> that would be good that would be awesome yeah uh that has our endorsement yeah casting so, agents Zack snyder i don't know what's going on yeah get derek jake b in there he's gonna die soon <laughs> right um we noticed uh, that Sad Andrea looks like the Italian Dylan McDermott. Very much so. Yeah, which somehow had escaped us until now. I'm so but... bummed they didn't have him Christurbating <laughs> like Dylan McDermott did in American Horror Story. <laughs> you know, oh, it, it happened. Oh, it was I off know. screen. They just didn't show us. Yeah. yeah um, I also have written Titanic, Sad Andrea Strikes Back. Because <laughs> uh, he does. Well, he comes in and he's like, hey, Senior Pietro. Uh, listen, I have really had a great time being your apprentice, but I was kind of to understand that in exchange for being your apprentice, I would get to nail your daughter. <laughs> right. As this has not happened, I am leaving yeah. to go work in a shop. Yeah, in a shop. And Pietro loses his mind. Yes, he does. He gets so angry. And again... So many props to the actor playing Pietro. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Agreed. He, like, completely bugs out and, like, you know, tries to, like, hit Andrea, basically. Yeah. And, like, they, he's, like, he's, like, pushing him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just like, sort of, like, shoving. Well, at like, the end, he's, like, fine, go. Like, you want to go? Yeah, go. yeah. And then yeah. Andrea hulks out and, like, pushes him back. And uh, Pietro falls down and, like, breaks his arm, mm-hmm. and this piece of marble falls on top of him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was intense. It was horrible. And he can't work with his broken arm. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, It was again, these, like, episodes, like, 9 and 10, roughly, were actually, like, good episodes. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. I think there's some more stuff about Violetta in here, because I wrote... As, as we said, it's just much better dishonoring stories than Downton Abbey. Yeah. Because it's not just Kitty. It's, you know, Violetta has a similar situation. Oh, totally. And uh, it's, it's handled well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we see Captain Smith 
And I have this theory that if you're casting Captain Smith in your Titanic movie, <laughs> you just recruit from all Santas. It's basically the same. <laughs> Man, I want to see like a gritty reboot of Titanic. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what this was supposed to be. Yeah, it was, but it it wasn't. It's not. Yeah. But like, I don't know, you know, Titanic, you know, with like steampunk or something. <laughs> I don't know. Captain Smith like looks like Mr. Clean or something. <laughs> And, like, I just I want to see a Titanic story that just treats it like a work of fiction. Yeah, is that so wrong? With like the rail tracer or something. Yeah, <laughs> rail tracer, <laughs> jacuzzi splat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, you know what I want to see Titanic wise? Nothing. Oh yeah, we're super <laughs> we're super over it, y'all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, we didn't do uh, telegrams from our cousins. Oh right. We're just saving them, just FYI. We yeah. didn't want anybody to be cousin of the week as we, <laughs> on you know. this crappy week. On this crappy week where we slink away from Titanic blood and steel yeah. with our tails between our legs. Yeah, just saying random crap about the five episodes nobody, that we watched n- Nobody once. wins. Yeah. Nobody wins when you watch Titanic <laughs> blood and steel. In the game of Titanic blood and steel, you don't win. <laughs> um, yeah, like Muir's heading to London, I think, for this Board of Trade something and query something. Right, because Andrews can't go. Right. And also, he's such a jackass. These people have been trying to promote him forever. Yeah. Like, because he's just essentially this weird contractor. Right. And then they're like, oh, you seem to, like, have good insight. You might be a valuable addition to our team. Why don't you play the game? And he resolutely refuses to play the game. Yeah. Like, and they're not asking, it's not, they're not asking for a lot. Like they're just asking for him to not be a dick, which yeah. is impossible. Yeah, and just recognize that you don't get to do whatever you want, anyway. Uh, but uh, Winston Churchill's there. Yeah, I am such a slut for Churchill. <laughs> I get so excited whenever they show up because his mom was a buccaneer. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's there. That's fun. Uh, that's is that when they're with the deal with the lifeboats? Maybe. Well, or yeah, like maybe they're they're there's... talking to him because they want regulations to not yes that is true okay uh they want regulation to be different yeah yeah like anyway but like all the other shit people oh because they're but i wasn't that andrews was at that meeting no though? you're right this one then maybe was the collision investigation that's what it was okay yeah, yeah they were investigating the collision it was like a hearing. Yeah. Oh, right. and they like, yeah. And Mark they, Muir was upset with how, like, how they foisted the blame on the the, the, the pilot yeah. on the Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. When it wasn't really his fault. Right. Or maybe it was, but they were just like, he's neither the Navy nor a powerful company. So let's just blame him. Yeah. So, which was, yeah, it was kind of shitty, but you know, welcome to, uh, the world. Yeah. The world is shitty. Yeah. Powerful people blame small people for their mistakes. Just like, ask Anna Gunn. That's, She's in prison. The whole reason to gain power is to voice responsibility for your mistakes on other people. But the good news about London is that Miss Kitty Burlington... Oh, my God. Yeah. She's Ellen Love. That is right. You know what? I was so skeptical of uh-huh. her whole, I'm not going to marry Ashley. I was like, well, she's going to be dead in an hour. Oh, right. Gutted for her kidneys <laughs> in one of Mrs. Lovett's pies. <laughs> uh, no, but she has gone to London and presumably traded on her noble past mm-hmm. and is the toast of the London stage. Yeah. And, yeah, doing great. Yeah. Does not appear to be on any drugs or anything. Nope. She's Just- she's very happy. 
Then Mark Muir comes in. <laughs> this dick. Yeah. He comes in and he's like, oh, hello. You're Kitty Burlington now. And she's like, oh, hello, Mia. How was the show? <laughs> she's like Catherine Hepburn. She is. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't see the show. How are you going to come in? Go to her dressing room and <laughs> yeah. you didn't even see the fucking show. As as I said, I can't believe how much he keeps being the worst. Like if he was also an actor and he had his own show. Right. And then like that makes sense. Yeah. But then so they have this whole conversation and she's like, oh, hey, you know, what if we banged? And he's like, I'm not going to bang you. And she's <laughs> like, oh, great. Well, then next time you come back, buy a ticket. Yeah. She just wants to get laid. She's not asking for like or a commitment. Or for you to like give her money because yeah. she has been, you know, disowned. <laughs> right. Oh, well. Anyway, she's fine. Yeah. Good for you, Kitty. Yeah. Way to get shit of Mark Muir. <laughs> yes. Uh, I wrote down Steel Baby Gonna Die on Titanic, which is true. I don't know how I knew that at the time. Yeah, well, I think you see... Was that the end of a different episode? I don't know. We at some point are randomly shown Mir's baby. Yeah. In a stupid, stupid thing. Uh, is this the episode where Connor gets shot? No, it's that's the the next episode. Okay, yeah. well, and that's not why then. Because okay. she works in the factory... Right. The electrics factory. Right, right. Um, but then there's a scene of her and her mom, and her mom's like, we're going to have an adventure. Yeah, because that's why. And I that's wrote, when you're like, oh, Steel Baby going to die. Yeah. And I also wrote, what is this, Doctor Who? Bam! <laughs> 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 and then there's a montage. Why was there a montage? I don't know, but I wrote, it's a blue Taj. A mon blue? <laughs> <laughs> I like a mon blue. All right. I wrote down that if Sophia goes to college, she can get a real husband, <laughs> you know, not Mark Muir, yeah. who is clearly damaged goods. Yeah, like, that's a great plan. Uh-huh. Like, go somewhere that Mark Muir isn't and meet somebody that is mo- not Mark Muir. <laughs> These are your, your <laughs> yes. only goals. Boom. Uh, I just wrote down, also, those of us who have dated criminals recognize the stance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because Connor is mm-hmm. like... Really laying it on thick to Violetta yeah. to get the electrical plans from her. He's like, oh, you know, you're what keeps me going when I'm out doing mysterious things right. that I can't reveal to you. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody who's been in a relationship with somebody who was perhaps a small time drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> or hypothetically speaking, hypothetically speaking, or uh, perhaps uh, was committing identity fraud of some kind. <laughs> Not that I know anybody. Uh, that dated anybody that did that. Yeah, certainly uh, not by name. Certainly not by name. Uh, <laughs> if if they're committing identity fraud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it was simple check. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he he's pumping her for information and she's just swallowing his whole bullshit. And it just really upsets me because... Violetta is a pretty okay... Per- I, she's clearly not as smart as Sophia. Right. But she's a good person. Yeah. And he is just so abusing all of the things that make her a good person. Mm-hmm. And I... He's he's a bad man. He's a very bad man. Yeah. We knew it from the moment that Michael McCann didn't like him. Uh-huh. Like, oh, that guy's guaranteed trouble. Yeah. Michael McCann's the alethiometer <laughs> of uh, Titanic Blood and Steel. Yeah. <laughs> and only the Steel Baby can read him. <laughs> 
<laughs> McCann and Steel, baby. <laughs> Coming to NBC this fall. <laughs> I would watch that show, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, McCann and X. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Andrews tries to get Muir to, like, stay at the company, even though he's all bummed out. It's like, you know, you stay here and, and work for better things and don't fuck up that scene from the future that we already showed yeah. by leaving this company. And he says, Muir, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Isn't that- there, there's a scene between uh, Peary and Andrews then? Yeah, I think that's probably true. I just have him saying, I'm gay, uncle. <laughs> as gay as that ship is long <laughs> and Lord Perry says I know <laughs> when I said Titanic would unite us I meant in homosexual acts <laughs> <laughs> and it has oh it has <laughs> don't tell my wife <laughs> Lady Skunkhead doesn't care. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Lady Skunkhead only cares about Lady Skunkhead. Yeah, that's true. As she's about to make very clear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on to episode uh, 10, I think. No, no? because uh, Lady Skunkhead... Sophia has to tell Lady Skunkhead that she can't right. go to college because her father broke his arm. Yeah. And her sister's about to have a baby. Yeah. I mean, she cannot say those things right for some reason which i really decorum but lady Skunkhead gets so mad yeah like yeah. this is white privilege at its finest yeah because she's like uh listen i had to call in this favor mm-hmm. and if you don't take this opportunity it's probably not going to be extended to me again and i can't feel good yeah. about helping the unwashed masses mm-hmm. and sophia's like i took a bath this morning <laughs> Yeah, no, but it is it is a nice it's, little... Uh, it's devastating. And yeah. eventually Lady Skunkhead kind of gets her head out of her skunk ass. <laughs> uh, because, you know, basically, like, you know, Sophia says something that's like, you know, I'm sorry, but, like, I really... I cannot. She's like, this yeah. is not... I don't want to. This is a family emergency. Yeah, yeah. And Lady Skunkhead says, is there any way that you can do it? She's like, nope. And then Lady Skunkhead's like, oh shit that must be bad yeah yeah and she's like you know so so what like you're gonna go be a barista now like what are you gonna do <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no it was the 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 whole uh class uh relations and the in the sophia thing were, were interesting because mm-hmm. it was this very clear like even though she's uh you know good upper class person she still has that blindness well, and honestly, like, do we even need Mark Muir in this story? No. Couldn't you just tell this story without there being any Mark Muir? Yeah, it could be Sophia. She's got a much more interesting, like, her goals, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, trying to advance herself and balance her, you know, yeah, home life. Yeah, I mean, like, and... I guess she maybe wouldn't get to see as much of Kitty, but that's easily remedied. Yeah. Well, because she's Lord Peary's goddaughter. Yeah. So she'll, you know, she's around. Yeah, or just, and just let Andrews be the one that's you know, having the engineering versus yeah, business. Yeah, as is traditional. Right. Like, what the hell? We don't need this made-up person. Yeah. Who may not even be... I haven't even looked at it. I'm like, is this a real person? I, I can't imagine. That was on the, the crew manifest? Like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there's a footnote. This is that jerk that kept looking for his daughter. <laughs> 
So uh, don't let him in a lifeboat. <laughs> right. Whatever happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that <laughs> there was a separate, you know, lifeboat list. Yeah. On the crew manifest. <laughs> this guy not on the list. <laughs> Is this where uh, Muir claims to Drunk Dad that he has other friends? Yes. Because he does make that claim at some point, and it's ridiculous, because yeah. he does not have any other he friends. He does not have any he, other friends. He's never like, seen... Maybe Andrews, and they're just flirting. Right. And they're work friends. They're work flirting friends. Yeah. yeah. That is not the same as being friends. It is not. He No, he has no friends. He was friendly with Joanna Yeager, mm-hmm. but she is clearly just pumping him for information. <laughs> right. Yeah, anyway, drunk dad is like, hey, uh, what's up? Yeah. Why are you a loser? <laughs> yeah. Mark Beer's like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think perhaps it's because I'm a metallurgist. <laughs> yeah. It was very appropriate that we were watching this on Labor Day. That's true. Like, like you know, the whole thing with Pietro and how, you know, well... Now they just don't have any money for a month, mm-hmm. like until his arm gets better. Well, and Anna Gunn is on trial, right? Uh, and does she sucks, man? She does because, like, you know, her lawyer, whoever was like, "Hey, just don't be a dick on the stand," right? Like, you have one job, yeah. Don't be a dick on the stand, yeah. Uh, I wrote down what is this the Volturi <laughs> from Twilight? I think maybe it was about the courtroom. I think it must have been. Just the, the the halls of justice in Britain, to me, I think are overly... Uh, <laughs> they're a bit much. They're, yeah, they're a little emphatic on the shock and awe <laughs> aspect of of justice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Anna Gunn gets sentenced to six months in prison uh, and gets yeah. her own spinoff series, Orange is the New Black and Tan. <laughs> yeah. But everybody's outraged in the gallery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mom yeah. McCann's crying. Uh, Michael McCann's gone. There's Well, yeah, because it was like, if you come back to Belfast, we'll finish the job. Yeah. Like, he's gone because... So it's just Sophia and Mama McCann yeah. sitting up in the gallery. Yeah. And there's your your, your standard end-of-trial hubbub. Yeah. <laughs> like, you never watch... You never ever see a trial on TV where it's over and everybody just sort of, like, quietly heads out and they're like yeah that was a good idea yeah they're like uh fair enough didn't really care much about this case (laughs) just love trials (laughs) where's the sketch about that guy (laughs) the guy who just goes to all the trials (laughs) he's like standing up nice motion (laughs) yeah suppress Um. Yeah, at some point there's a scene that was just uh, it's it's it was just uh, Mir and Drunk Dad sitting on a bench, and it looked like Mir was asking for advice, and I was just imagining Drunk Dad being like, "Have you considered drunkenly stumbling around Belfast all day? Because I am loving it." <laughs> right? Yeah. What? Where's he get his money from? Handouts uh, from Connor McCann? <laughs> I don't know, but he has got everything he needs. Uh, so the, uh, the thing about this show also, that it does well, like Kitty was not the only one who needed to make a strategic marriage. So right. Theo was supposed to make a strategic marriage. Mm-hmm. Again, not for her own well-being, but for the well-being of her entire family. Mm-hmm. And that's why this Pietro broken arm, like they've hit rock bottom, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
And uh, have we gotten to the scene where they buy meat yet for Pietro with his broken arm? Uh, possibly. Because that was a really good scene. It was, yeah. Because Violetta used her, you know, evil Connor money. Right. And, uh, you know, so no, Violetta's not working. Right. Sophia's working, but I'm sure not making very much. Yeah. Pietro's not working. And he's like, uh, what is this meat right. doing on the table? And Sophia's like, it's mutton. And he's like... We did not have the money to afford this and refuses to eat it. Right. Because he doesn't know where they got the money, but he is like, that is some shady mutton. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and is not, not accepting charity, mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in his mind. And Sophia's like, uh, listen, eat it. We're taking whatever money we can get. Yep. You know, you can't work. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Yep. And he does. He, he swallows his pride and the mutton. Mm-hmm. And, Which- uh, yeah. Yeah. Mutton. Yeah. It's no fun. Uh, I just had a flashback of Mr. Selfridge back when uh, yeah. Miss Taller and George were eating mutton. <laughs> yes. Always be eating mutton. <laughs> the up yours downstairs motto. <laughs> That's right. We, we only watch shows that are in Edwardian England and feature mutton. <laughs> um, but actually, Drunk Dad is helping Muir with the princess steel, which is a mistake. Mm-hmm. But he's like found some priest that's going to help with the search. Because I guess the priest will just ask God, be like, hey, God, where's this baby? <laughs> you don't know either? <laughs> yeah. Do you care? No? Great. Uh, yeah, God says to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down... Why didn't they make their raft of steel? <laughs> but I don't know what raft I'm talking about. I don't either. <laughs> Was there a raft? I don't know. Uh, I wrote Lady Skunkhead in all caps, <laughs> so she must have done something. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, the next note that I have is is Sophia and Muir uh, in the afterglow. Yeah. I feel like that's all they ever do. Yeah. Is we, the afterglow. Yeah. It's... uh. It's a shame. Yeah, so she's bummed out about not getting to go to college. Right. And then, as if this is actually a solution, it's like, uh, what about America? And I'm like, if you can't go to college, how are you going to go to America? Like, yeah. granted, there's no cats. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is great. Yeah. The streets are paved with cheese. Yeah. You know, we all know. It's that. awesome. Yeah. We live here. <laughs> right. Cheese all day. Yeah. We love it. Um... And I'm just like, you know, look, we've all had sex and dreamed of emigrating to America, all right? (laughs) Right. But I just, I'm like, how is this a solution for you right now? I mean, and they go with it, but I'm like, you know, but I mean, I guess it was like, you know, she couldn't go. And it's like, can you not get a deferral for college? Like, if that, if you're you're still planning to leave eventually? But because she wasn't willing to say, like, what the deal was. I don't know. Yeah. Look, I've got I've got some issues. Shocker, <laughs> I've got some issues with the narrative structure of Titanic, Blood and Steel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, Stephen Ovenbake, I'll miss you most of all. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at some point in, there was a, a deal where a. Uh, a steel plate falls off of a crane or whatever and shatters. Right. Yeah. And then they have to do a whole experiment and we're all like, oh my God. Yeah. It was like Mythbusters. 
And Nero's like, my blue, it's coming back. Because <laughs> he was much less blue, but when he gets really into steel, the blue comes back. Yeah. No, and it's true. Because that's, that's the other thing I wrote down was, don't fight him. Can't you see how blue he is? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it turns out that the steel is brittle because it is below freezing like in the shipyard because it's mm-hmm. Northern Ireland, which they've been in Northern Ireland building things out of steel for their whole existence as a company. How has this not come up before? Yeah. Like that. I, yeah. So that's another one uh, I could use some fact checking on. And then uh, towards the end of the episode, uh, Violetta starts uh, going into labor I don't know if there's something I've missed between. Yeah, I wrote down was Huck Finn the infinite jest of 1912 because right. Sophia was talking to somebody about America mm-hmm. and they started talking about Huck Finn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't Muir. No, it was like some other dude. Wait, it was the uh, the auditor, that accounts guy. Yeah, remember he was he was sent by J.P. Morgan. <gasps> Right, to check on everybody. that random dude. Oh that yeah, was there because she a, had a kind day. of broken up with Muir, and that guy started taking her yeah. out. Yeah, and he was like so obnoxious. He was. I was really bummed out. He was like, just because I broke up with you doesn't mean you can start going out with other men. Oh, I meant that the other guy was obnoxious. Oh yeah, he was super obnoxious too. I mean, you know, Muir continues obnoxious. Yeah, like the accountant sucked. The accountant did suck. Yeah, he like bought her a fancy dress and was like, let's go to dinner. Yeah, I had completely forgotten that he existed until yeah. just now. Well, no, because he was there and then he was gone. Yeah. Like, because he was like questioning Muir about all of his expenses. He's like, "You're a what now? <laughs> right? What is it that you do here? <laughs> yeah, I know J.P. Morgan himself hired you. Yeah, but I don't think that he meant it. <laughs> Did he seem drunk? He's often drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's basically his job is to wander around the Morgan Empire, finding the people that Morgan drunkenly hired. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you'll have to go. <laughs> Simple Jack's world is shattered, and so is mine. <laughs> uh, maybe with the steel plate shattering? Possibly. Uh, oh, and then, uh, yeah, Muir, Muir has some conversation with Lord Peary, and Lord Peary is being a little sassy, and he's like, you know, my real dad doesn't give me lip like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He enables me. <laughs> so, yeah. But, so the the ongoing pointless... Because, again, all these debates... Like, we know the ship ends up sinking. Why do we have to spend four of these 12 hours? Because it's not even like Muir is finding out anything that would have made a difference. Yeah. You know? It's not... Again, great. They've already built the ship, man. <laughs> right. In, in the water. Why are you still... Yeah. But yeah, Violetta goes into labor and it's all, you know, tense and stuff. And this really shows you how important it is to be able to call the midwife. Because mm-hmm. we've been watching that show, Cousins. Yeah. And it's great. It is great. It makes us cry all the time. Yes. Except we do hate Nurse Jenny Lee. Come on. Yeah. She's the worst. She is the worst. She's awful. Yeah. Oh, I she, hate her. She always looks like she smells something. She does. Ugh. And she's so snobby. Yeah. Like, if that show was just about Trixie and the little one and uh, <laughs> Chummy, I would yeah. be super on board with it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, that's our capsule review. I wish Jimmy would have died. Me too. He was... He is somehow worse than Jenny Lee because he likes her. Yeah, right. 
like, listen, you've got a sassy car. Go pick up some ladies. Well, like, he did. Yeah. He got her pregnant. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Um, come on. Let's call the midwife. Everybody's got to get pregnant at some point. That's a good point. Otherwise, what do you need a midwife for? <laughs> Except sometimes they also deal with old people. Yeah. And ulcers on their legs. Yeah. Just randomly. Um, anyway, so that happens. And so it was just interesting to see a scene of, you know, labor in poverty. No, and, and Sophia just had to deliver that baby. Yep. Uh, no indication that she had any idea what to do, but there was nowhere for them to go. Yeah. So it's just like, well, hope for the best. Uh, yeah. So, uh, surprise, it is a boy. Oh, and Connor's dead now. Right. Well, this is all intercut with, oh God. Yeah. The whole labor thing is intercut with Connor being, like, tracked down by the goons because he announced his presence in Belfast. Idiot. Um, and sort of being chased around by the goons that are trying to kill him. And this is where we see Sarah working in the factory, I think. Oh, yeah. Or no, it was or, when there was a scout. I don't know. Whatever. You know, it like, doesn't. Who cares? The important thing is Connor's dead. Long live Connor. Right. Well, because they finally he finally gets, like, trapped in a hallway between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And one of them shots shoots him as the baby is born which first of all just in terms of like tactics you can't shoot somebody when your partner is standing right behind the person that you're shooting at yeah the bullet could go through you could just miss by a little bit and you're going to end up shooting your partner like Mm -hmm. this is basic field of fire discipline that i you know you already had him trapped well this show's clearly committed to verisimilitude tom (laughs) so also good lord could somebody in a television show have a baby that doesn't result in a death <laughs> like or a or, death that doesn't result in a baby <laughs> right like they don't always have to happen at the exact same time yeah uh, they do tom uh, it's the law in serbia <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works fair enough oh man is this the last episode now? This is the second to last, but nothing happens in the last episode, as you'll recall. Yeah, that's true. No, we're we're almost we're almost done, people. <laughs> we're so close. Yeah. Uh, so this is the episode where Sophia finally like gets pissed at Muir, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Listen, all I did was lie to you after swearing that I would never lie to you again, and this makes me the bad guy somehow." <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to hit him with a piece of steel. <laughs> Um, see what the stress fractures look like then <laughs> somebody gets a telegraph um, and I know this because uh, they don't tip the telegraph boy and uh-huh. I thought that was like a thing that- you know what uh, it's Andrews isn't he like down he's like looking at the ship yeah, but yeah. I assumed it was a courier who was employed by the company oh, and okay. therefore did not need to be uh, I mean look he probably needed a gratuity right. but they didn't have to gratuitize him right yeah, and then there was a uh, a weird um, musical choice. I just wrote, why is the, the love theme from Titanic BS playing right now? Because it was just over like them looking at the ship or something. I don't know. It's the primary metaphor. I guess so. So Muir and Drunk Dad are having a conversation about Steel Baby, I think. Because mm-hmm. I just wrote, they're, they're actually doing a pub crawl, and they just have the same conversation in every pub. Go <laughs> 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 every pub in Belfast and have a pointless discussion about your baby. <laughs> what, do you have something better to do? <laughs> I could hang out with my friends. <laughs> you don't have any friends. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and I wrote, he's a dick. Next question. I don't know what that was about. Uh, yeah. Also, the whole Sophia Muir accountant thing is still going on, and it's so reality bites. <laughs> where the accountant is Ben Stiller, and she's uh, Winona Ryder, and Muir is Ethan Hawke. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, I just got in a fight on Facebook the other day about how <laughs> Winona Ryder's character should have stuck with Ben Stiller. <laughs> and my God, you would have thought that I said something far more inflammatory. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't think that slackers are the future. (laughs) I think that the intervening 20 years have borne that out. Hey, man, in the future, we'll all be lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Just ahead of the curve. Oh, man. You know know what happens when you choose the Ethan Hawke character? Connor McCann. That's (laughs) what you get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Churchill comes back to do a, a speech in Belfast where yeah, everybody about hates home him. rule. Yeah, because that's happening. Yeah, um, that's that's basically up for a vote, and uh, he comes to give a speech because politicians back in the day it was basically like stand up. You just took gigs, and you know sometimes the crowd was with you, and sometimes they weren't. And he had a great reputation, as yeah. is commented on uh, haphazardly by the show. They're like, <laughs> right. oh, that Churchill's. Wow, he's a rock star. He's going places. Ha-ha. Uh, one of the places he's going is almost getting shot uh, as he gets back into his vehicle with Lord Peary. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, Lord Peary has been kind of swanning around having heart palpitations. Yeah. So we all know where this is headed. Right. Uh, <sighs> somehow nobody in the the show recognizes these clear... Despite the sterling acting <laughs> of right. Derek Jacoby. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, he gets in the car and has like a cardiac event or something. Right. And, you know, gets put on bed rest or whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's old. <laughs> right. Derek Jacoby, old. Uh, the priest comes back with something like, uh, your ba- daughter is maybe somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. And it's like, great. The most tedious search of all time is 75% complete. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> And and Muir goes and asks like somebody if they know the somebody. He is awfully like every person, and I guess you know you got to hand it to the production on this. Like every person <laughs> he approaches, they're all like, "Are you going to kill me? <laughs> right? Do I have to kill you first? What? Who are you? Yeah. Uh, but he finds some guy, you know, toting a crap wagon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who knows? Like they all don't the even. Have, I don't think they even had a horse. There were people carrying this wagon. And he's like, "Do you know these one people?" And he's like, "Yeah, they're in Belfast." Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, you don't forget a thing like that." <laughs> Excuse me, have you seen a young girl? <laughs> oh yeah, look kind of like you. <laughs> had a thing for steel. <laughs> yes, it is genetic. <sighs> because I need a kidney. Um, and this is where Nev Campbell, uh, has written to her editor about getting Sophia a job in New York. Yeah, yeah. And gives her the letter that she got back and says, go ahead, read it. It's good news, which I appreciated. Like, don't, no, if you've read the letter, no need for it to be suspenseful. Yeah. Just be like, no, here, go ahead, read It's good news. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so it is. she gets an interview with the New York Times to be an illustrator. Yeah. 
Which is uh, cool. Yeah, that is cool. Go, 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 Sophia. Yeah. Leave this horrible place behind. <laughs> here, here. New York is great. Um, oh, right, because when uh, Peria has his heart attack, like, that's the brawl has started about, you know, home rule or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, is it Andrews that's with him? Or so whoever's with them is like, hey, somebody help, somebody help. Listen, rioting workers, an aristocrat is in trouble. <laughs> Drop everything. No, I think it's Muir who's with him, actually. Oh, it might have been Muir. But in any case, it just amused me. Yeah. Oh, right. He didn't have the heart attack with Churchill. Right, it was right. Just, it was... You know, I'll hand it to Churchill for not caring. Yeah. What does he care? No, Churchill was like, okay, yeah, well, they missed. Yeah. So, no harm done. So cool. Yeah. Well, he started out as a war reporter, so... Mm-hmm. You know, you know what's up. It's Belfast. All bets are off. <laughs> yeah. Mir is looking up some other record somewhere. I forget why. There's just this comically old guy looking through. <laughs> like, they employ me for comic relief. Nobody actually looks anything up. Um, but I assume it's about his daughter and something happens. Um the accountant is an Edwardian bro. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just, because he's like, oh, and we don't go in for getting lost, like, right. in New York. And he's like, I don't understand your roads. They're so curvy. In New York, they're all on a grid. And we're like, yeah, we all know that, idiot. Yeah, also, they're not all in a grid. It's like, you know, a third of the city is on a grid, and you all think that's, like, such a big deal. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about <laughs> They just get all, get all worked up about it. It's like, yeah, that's fine until you want to go to any of the interesting neighborhoods. And then yeah. it's like Greenwich Village and you don't know where the hell you are. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, Greenwich Village. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can't get out. Wagga wagga. Yeah. Um, they, again, say the name gigantic with a straight face, <laughs> which amuses me. Um... And I don't know. Like, it just ends up that uh, Sophie is going back to New York and is Muir isn't. Yeah. And I'll say uh, Alessandra, whatever her last name is. Mm-hmm. I wrote I wrote it down wrong. Uh, but she has got the tear filled. Yeah. yeah. She, she has got the eyes filled with tears but not actually crying thing nailed. She's, there's so many great actors in this. Mm-hmm. They just deserve a much better show. Yeah, they do. Um, so everything is just sort of resolved inconclusively. I don't care. I've stopped kind of taking We're notes. We're so close. Yeah. We're sorry that this is so lackluster, but just, yeah, you guys, they all get on Titanic. Yeah. That is, we get to the final episode, the big finale, and it entirely consists of everybody winding up on Titanic. Which makes me so angry. Yeah. Like, look, I'll buy that some of these people wind up on Titanic. Yeah. I will buy that. Yeah. It but, is called Titanic Blood and Steel. Yeah. However. But it's everyone. Oh, my God. Michael McCann comes back. And, oh, does he look good? He does. Oh, so attractive. Yeah. Love that ginger. Yeah. Um, And, like, is like, hey, uh, so Connor's dead. Can I marry you now, Violetta? And she's like, uh, I don't like you. And he's like, yeah, I know. Right. And he, he is like, he is like, listen, I, I understand. Yeah, that but he's you like, you know, isn't it better to have a father for this kid than to not? Right. And uh, everybody agrees and convinces Violetta. Yeah, well, and Mama McCann is like, uh, listen, Connor's such a fuckhead yeah. because, or was such a fuckhead because his dad was dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, hmm, well, it's clearly genetic. <laughs> right. Uh, 
So she does agree to marry him eventually. Right. And get on the Titanic with everyone. Yes. And Sophia gets on the Titanic. Yeah. Oh, God. Which, Pietro oh, bought yeah. her passage. Yeah. And, he, oh, God, they just have this amazing scene that mm-hmm. makes everyone cry. Yeah. No, the Pietro and Sophia, like, because at the point, like, with five episodes to go, they were kind of annoying mm-hmm. the relationship together. But they really, over the last few episodes... Well, and, like... He tells the story of how when he left Italy to come mm. to Belfast, mm-hmm. I just want to know what they told the Italians about Belfast. <laughs> right. Like, hey, do you enjoy selling yourself short? Come to <laughs> Belfast. Uh, but he's like, I left Italy as an enemy of my father. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want you to leave and for things not to be good between us. So right, he, right. he has bought her passage on the Titanic. And, yeah. Because she was planning to leave later, I think. I think you're right. But or then he's like, no, no, like no, that. go yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we do get one final scene of old Jaeger. Right. Uh, who, by the way, did totally, she totally did her spy craft. Yeah, she did. She, uh, she snuck pictures. into Lord Peary's office and mm-hmm. found the, the, uh, munitions plans and, and, and passed them on to Florian von Altenberg. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. Oh, and he kind of screwed her over though, too. Cause yeah. He was like, yeah, we'll let you know what your next assignment is. And she's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. And he's like, no, fuck you. We're Germany. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you not understand how extortion works? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but she's trying to book passage back to New York. Not on Titanic for some reason. Right. Uh, but there's a coal strike. Yeah, there's so... a coal strike and her ship gets canceled and she is a real bitch. She is. For no reason. A huge bitch. Like as if this clerk lady that works at the ticketing office can handle the, the coal strike or whatever. Right. And so she's like, can I get, is there another, can I get booked on another ship? And she's like, well, there's Titanic. It's an extra six pounds. And Joanna is like, yeah six pounds yeah she is it's like it's like look at your hat you have six pounds you work for jp morgan for god's sake aren't you expensing this anyway (laughs) right so aren't you the press agent shouldn't you be on titanic yeah why were you not taking titanic uh also god Uh, we do get a great scene of J.P. Morgan getting shaved while on the phone with William Randolph Hearst. Yes. We love a good William Randolph Hearst sighting. Absolutely. Uh, and he is talking about how great Marconi's telegraph is. Mm-hmm. Uh, only when there's someone on the other end, as you were about <laughs> to ironically discover. Yes. Uh, but I'm like, just wait till you hear about the internet, J.P. Morgan. It'll <laughs> blow your mustache off. <laughs> but, you know, he's basically giving Hearst exclusive press rights. Right. Which... Isn't that, wasn't that just a foregone conclusion? Like, yeah, of course. It's like, I get exclusive press rights to everything. I'm William Randolph Hearst. I own all of the newspapers. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah. So, let's see. What's going on? Um, Well, Sad Andrea, also going to America. He shows up. Oh, that's why I wrote, oh, you're back, life ruiner. (laughs) Right. He shows up to Pietro's to say goodbyes, like, and I want to go to Chicago. Pietro totally forgives him. Yeah. And that is bullshit. Well, fair enough. Pietro should have cut his nads off. Wow. <laughs> I am really mad at Sad Andrea. Fair enough. For breaking Pietro's arm. Well, his arm is better now. His arm is better now, but yeah. the emotional scars. Yeah. But, uh, well, good news. He's getting on Titanic. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, because he tells him, he's like, I, I want to go to Chicago. I have signed up for a class at the uh, Second City. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, how you say, uh, Comedia dell'Art. <laughs> uh, 
uh, all these people we've grown to not love or care about. <laughs> they all get on Titanic. Yeah. How do they all get on Titanic? One of them even comments on it. Like, boy. Or, no, that's Pietro's like, so everyone is leaving or everyone is going to America. Yeah. It's like, yes. And all at the same time. What a coincidence. He says, life is not a beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. Some, somebody is getting on and, and tells Mir um, about it. And he's like, I should warn you. It's definitely going to sink. <laughs> Sophia tells him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they write au fan fiction about their life if oh, she had been God, in new york they're seen together that is the worst scene in the history of television <laughs> yeah so bad oh yeah because she says she imagines what if she had gone to new york a couple years ago and met him there he awkwardly says the phrase cup of joe oh like, god i want you know what i'm glad you know <laughs> yeah. what screw it i'm glad they're all in titanic because <laughs> yeah. they're all gonna die they are all gonna die good it's like it, yeah. it's like I want to be. I wish I had a cameo in this where I come down like Reagan in The Exorcist <laughs> and I pee on the floor <laughs> and I'm like, "You're all gonna die down there." <laughs> the Nellan person's like, "Shut up, go to bed. We're trying to have an orgy." <laughs> well, you know, a key party, but it's the same. It, it's pretty similar. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kitty ends up on Titanic. Why would she travel? I from London. When the ship is going to stop in Liverpool. Yes. Why would she go to Belfast, where she's been disowned, Right. to get on a ship to go to America? That's an excellent question. She runs into Joanna Yeager. Yeah. And they have a conversation. Because like, we were all excited about how that was going to turn out. Right. We were like, what about the relationship between Joanna Yeager and Kitty Carlton? Could that get resolved, please? It doesn't even get resolved. Well, that's because they don't have a and relationship. They're all, when they all get on the ship, they're all taking these dramatic pauses on the gangway. <laughs> yeah. We're like, bitches, people got to get on this ship. Yeah. Did you not see the no dramatic pauses sign? <laughs> For the convenience of your fellow passengers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, Baby Connor, better actor than Nev Campbell. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is a baby great Connor, baby. Yeah. And out he, of the park. And he looks like Connor. Yeah. It's great. It is great. Such a cute baby. No. One of the subtitles as he's getting picked up by uh, Michael, I believe, is Baby Noises. Yeah. Which was a dead accurate subtitle. <laughs> that baby was making baby noises. Uh, Yes. Oh, God. So, Muir, before they actually get on the ship, mm-hmm. <sighs> Muir has found the the uncle of his steel baby. Right. Who has been out at sea and is now back. Again, right. approaches him in a bar, and he's like, I will cut you. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, where is your your sister and this, this daughter? Because I'm her natural father. Right. And he's like, oh, great. You can deal with them. Because yeah. I was like, quit taking up with losers. I'm out. Yeah. And so he's like, I presume she's off drunk somewhere. Yeah. So or he, dead, possibly. he goes to the house where they presumably live. And this is my favorite <laughs> scene in this episode. Because there's this, like, ten-year-old girl coming down the stairs. And she looks... <laughs> she just looked super drunk. She did. That was one hammered ten-year-old girl. I mean, she's working in the electrics factory. What else is she going to do with her time off? Yeah. Hit the gin. That's right. Go for it. <laughs> Why You've not? You've only probably got about three good years left <laughs> before you lose a hand. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Mir goes and he's like, hey, 
you're clearly uh, a poor lady. Right. Are you the mother of my daughter? And she's like, no, those bitches just left. Right. And he's like, why? She's like, we don't know. Right. You know, poor people don't tell each other everything. Yeah. We weren't friends. I just happened to move in after they moved out. Yeah. Like, you're lucky I know their name. Like, I don't know the name of whoever lived here. I don't know the name of all of my children. (laughs) I just keep having them. I'm like, what's the point? Right. Uh, One of them was, like, banging something against the wall during their conversation. It's like, stop it! It was so great. It was great. Uh, so Muir continues this dumb search. But yeah. since Lord Peary is not going on the Titanic, uh-huh. uh, Andrews has to go. And then that means that uh, Muir... Muir has to take Andrews' place or something. Yeah, as head of the guarantee division. Which... which is like what the guarantee it won't sink because uh, right. i hate to break it to you guys the guarantee division will also have simple jack because <laughs> he just runs up to the sign where the guarantee people's <laughs> names says, intern simple jack <laughs> right and it's like oh i guess this is something that you applied for and hoped to achieve <laughs> <laughs> but this is all we see of it ever since connor gave me that free drink life's been great <laughs> right so, Simple Jack, who I'm sure we were all wondering about, uh, we got his resolution. <laughs> Once again, they're all on Titanic. They're all on Titanic. They're all on it. Yeah. Except for like, Mr. Hatton, apparently. Yeah, I guess the Hattons aren't, and Lord Peary, and Lady Drunk Skunkhead, Dad, Mama McCann. Uh, none of the Carltons, apart from Kitty. Right. Um, yeah. But everybody else Jim is. Larkin. Whatever well, happened to him. Yeah. But seriously, though, why would you travel to Belfast when the ship is going to stop in Liverpool? Not. There's no reason. Why did it take Titanic so long to get to Liverpool from Belfast? I don't know. I don't know how ships work, <laughs> despite having watched 12 hours of this show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, anyway, we get Andrews. We finally loop back around to Andrews right. giving his pep talk. From the opening scene of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And he uh, he dismisses, and he says, and to Captain Smith I say, you are startlingly old. Why are we letting you pilot our ship? What is going on here? And to Mr. Ismay, fuck off. You're history's greatest monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like a going away party for Sophia and Michael and uh, Violetta. Uh-huh. And that's where Violetta decides right. to marry Michael. Right. So there's and that. And so Anna Gunn is like, I'm sad. Everyone's leaving. And we're like, well, maybe you shouldn't have been so unpleasant. Well, and she damn near ends up on Titanic, too, because they, they try to convince her to yeah. come. But she's like, no, my fight is here. Mm. So, you know, whatever. Like, good choice, as it turns <sighs> out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they all get on Titanic. Yeah, some, which takes forever. Some movie producer is like, oh, you're, you know, you're kitty burlington i've heard about your breasts yes and i do have to hand it to the actress you know good old ophelia what's her fuzz yeah she plays the scene great because she's like ugh, i definitely have to have sex with you right because he's, he's like, like he's like oh you ever thought about the silver screen and she's like i don't know is there much to it <laughs> yeah she's like i don't want to tax myself in any way right and he's like yeah, but she's finally like, I'll allow you to buy me a drink and we can talk about it more. He's yeah. like, great. Then I have to return this jacket to Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> scrum diddly option. <laughs> uh, there's a scene of Sophia and Connor and Violetta in their uh, steerage quarters, which mm-hmm. actually look pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and then Michael comes over to say something nice about Connor. 
baby Connor. Right. And then Violetta's like, yeah, he looks more like his father every day. And I'm like, why are you deliberately being an asshole? Yeah. Like, you're stuck in this cabin together and your lives. Like, <laughs> you... Well, hopefully one of them's going to die. <laughs> what am I saying? They're all going to yeah, die. they're all going to die. we've seen enough Titanic things to know the Italians are not going to get yeah, out. Yeah, the Italians, not going to make it. Bad yeah. move, Michael McCann. <laughs> yeah. Allying yourself with the Italians is a surefire way to die on Titanic. That is correct. <sighs> um... Yeah, and then... Uh, oh, yeah, because guess who else is on Titanic that we didn't even predict two episodes ago? Yeah, Steel, Steel Baby. Baby. Steel Baby's on Titanic. Why? Nobody knows. He's going to have an adventure. Right. Well, and nobody actually knows that it is Steel Baby except us at home because they told us. Yeah, and then Mark Muir walks past steel baby and you know adopted steel mama and right. like doffs his cap at this moppet right and then turns and is like oh could that have secretly been my daughter <laughs> I, I don't understand it's terrible he doesn't even say oh you look like shabbat like it's- right and so then he goes and like knocks he- on a door and then there is a a montage of Amon Blue, Amon Blue of, of memories, memories that are not his. Right, just random. They're like, oh, we just realized we never did a previously on Titanic <laughs> BS, so now we're gonna do one for the entire run of the series. Oh my god, no, we're it's, like, oh, this episode's running a little short, right? Because they weren't even important moments. No, it was just random, <laughs> like Violetta having her baby. Why would he know about that? It was basically like the opening credits, except without the music. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, which we should take a moment, by the way, to talk about the opening credits, and <laughs> like the portentous music. And the fact that they're they're so long, they're so terrible. Just this is such this is the worst show. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, I would watch a room with the view twice <laughs> before rewatching this series. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, that's like you know a third of the amount of time that's it true. would take for one thing. Yeah, so he's knocked on the door and he has this whole montage, and then right. Sophia opens the door and they kiss, and that's the end. Right. Like, we don't even get to find out who dies and in what horrible way. Right. We don't even know, because probably some of them made it, but maybe not. I mean, I, you know... Oh, I feel certain Kitty Burlington made it. Yeah. Kitty Burlington probably made it, and probably Joanna Yeager. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were in first class. Right. And they were women. Mm-hmm. So- I wonder how Kitty Burlington could afford... To ride first class, though. I mean, you know, if I she guess. was if she was uh, headlining and everything, is she, yeah. You I know. feel like that happened very quickly for her. Well, it did. Um, <laughs> Although yeah, you know, I mean, it's unclear there's... how long much. It's unclear how yeah, much the time timeline has is not yeah. good. Uh, you know, Michael McCann. I think it's safe to assume dead. Right. Muir also probably dead. Probably. He would have gone down with his steel and nobility. Yeah. I mean, well, and we know Andrews died. Oh, God. We forgot about this stupid Titanic fan service where they, in like the lead up and the final preparations for the ship, Mr. Hatton's on the phone in the office and he's like, "Uh, I'm not in charge of booking the band. What do I look like? A musical agent? Yeah. Like, like, waka, waka, waka. Yeah. Also, maybe you do look like a musical agent. I don't know what they look like. (laughs) Also, you were talking on the phone. They don't know what you look like at all. <laughs> anyway, I think we're done here. 
I think they we all are. got on Titanic. They all did, except drunk dad who sat on a pier watching the ship sail away. I think that's Titanic. I'm so drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, thank you. We're sorry. Yeah. The whole thing. God, the whole last episode was really infuriating. It really. It's like, it thinks it earned that last episode. Like, that episode was such a, like, valedictory, like... It did not earn yeah, it in any it way. Like, we've, we, you care so much about Mirfia and all this sort of thing. And we we're, don't. We, we've built to this triumphant... And no. Like, because... You know, the had, only thing that we cared about was Florian Van Altenberg, and he's not even in this episode. Right. Like, because, because it had, in the last couple of episodes, re, like, recovered a little bit... And wasn't as terrible. Like, if they had really nailed the final episode, we could have, like, been like, it was okay. Yeah. But But it wasn't. No. It was terrible. It was a fart minus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, the next time, we will be covering, actually, the movie Maurice. Yes. Which we're really excited about. We are. We know many of you are as well. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be covering that, and then we will have the Dowager cousin Jackie mm-hmm. to do uh, Titanic. The legend goes on. <laughs> That's right. Which we're also looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're not totally sure what's what's next, but yeah. it'll be something cool and not completely devoid of value, <laughs> right. And merit. And, and we're we're taking after Titanic. The legend goes on. Right. Just we're done with Titanic yeah. for pod to Titanic. Yeah, like maybe forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't like, think we can do it again. There's, there's not anything else to be said about it, and hasn't been yeah. since we watched Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio, like in theaters. That's true. It's hard to believe that we've weeks of material we've done about Titanic. Yeah, it's over. Like it just sank. Yeah. Get over it. It was a big ship. It sank. <laughs> Some people were sad for a while. Yeah. Like, the end. Talking mice, we can get into, but oh, beyond yeah. that, we're we're done. Yeah. So uh, until next time. <laughs> Up Up yours yours downstairs. downstairs. Luncheon out.